0: Going on, it's your boy Matt St. Jack back at it again with the white bands, except no white bands. Just coming to tell you guys and wish you guys a happy Valentine's Day. Make sure that you go out, get your sweetheart some candy, get us some flowers, because that's what we do. You know what I'm saying? It's a holiday that was created and wasn't necessarily meant to be. You know celebrate it this way But we gonna celebrate it like that anyway Go get her some chocolates Get her, her favorite stuff Take it on a spa date You know what I'm saying Do something And ladies Make sure that you do something For your man right Make sure that you get out there You take him out to eat tonight You know what I'm saying Or you know you do something for him You know what I'm saying Make sure that he understands That you love him Just as much as he loves you Okay And if you've been fighting This whole time You've been toxic Let's 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 calm it down for today Okay Mate, Let's calm it down today Let's be cool Let's be civil Enjoy your Valentine's Day You know what I'm saying This is the day You love them 364 But this is the day That we showed them That we love them 365 You know what I'm saying Like let's get it You know Shout out to my You know my friends Family Loved ones And everybody like that Out there You know that's 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 celebrating You know they significant others My moms and my pops My best friend and his wife You know what I'm saying My other friends And their you know Significant others I'm sitting here by myself Looking stupid Poor pathetic You know what I'm saying I'm going out You know to, to restaurants And stuff like that And everybody looking at me Talking about oh he alone okay don't judge my life okay go judge yourself go judge go, go judge yourself all right okay but um but anyway i'm back at it again with another awesome episode of anime talk my bad i went off on a rant guys you know what i'm saying you know how i do sometimes i go off on a rant um but uh but um uh, Anyway, back at it again with another awesome episode of anime talk. no guests today, uh just gonna hear you know me and the sweet melodies of my voice um you know all in the in the words of goofy all alone um but uh but anyway, um, just gonna be me today, but today I'm gonna be talking through another Valentine's Day special, so this one is top five ship slash uh Valentine's Day. Special, I guess you could say, um because I mean it's gonna come out obviously um, you know it's tis the season, you know what I'm saying, so I guess it's right on time actually um, so yes yeah, the top five ships and uh Valentine's Day special. But before I get into it, as always, guys, thank you each and every one of you for listening and sharing the show. Without you guys, this wouldn't be nearly as fun and/or rewarding. If you're not already following me on social media, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Anime Talk Twelve. That's uh, Anime Talk. The numbers one and two, so that's twelve. There you'll find any updates, and news in regards to upcoming uh, giveaways and/or episodes. So, as of right now, like I said before on previous shows, just reach out to your boy. Let me know if you want a sticker. I'll send you a sticker. Um, with the logo has the logo and everything like that up on it as well as like a little you know some uh, another you know especially handwritten note you know because that's what i do you deserve handwritten notes like not 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 something that i just printed out and then i signed No, no no i'm gonna write you a note so you can see my signature you know what i'm saying or you can see my handwriting how bad it is i write like i'm a doctor but i'm not um but anyway, um, yeah. So just reach out to me, like I said, if you want to stick or anything like that. Nothing special coming up for the rest of the season, as you guys know. Um, we are at currently at episode thirteen of season four. Um, so by this time, guys, you know how it already. You know how we do seven more episodes before the season ends. So make sure that you are, you know, subscribed. You're listening wherever you get your podcast fixed. Um, and make sure that you know. What I'm saying you guys know. You know, it's coming. The season is you know rapidly coming to an end so make sure that you guys are following sharing the show and uh let me know what you guys think um let me know when you follow if you dislike or like an episode i love interacting with you the fans and as always there may be spoilers ahead so you have been warned shout out to the homie alejandro getting back in the hang of that but uh but yeah so like i said um Finally, through that, all that stuff, you know, all the the, the stuff I'm supposed to do, you know, the script stuff that I started off with in the beginning, and I gave y'all a rant about, you know what I'm saying, being single on Valentine's Day, forget your love, forget it, I just want to be happy too. No I'm just playing But I mean seriously I do want to be happy I mean who doesn't want to be happy But everything that I meant Everything that I said I really meant man Just make sure that you know You show your significant other You know some love today uh, Because like I said man 364 days out of the year You know what I'm saying You love this person Why not make 365 special Make sure you do something special um, For your significant other Like I said dudes Take care of your lady Ladies take care of your dude dudes take care of your dude if that you know what i'm saying if that's what you so choose women take care of your women whatever you do just make sure that you're taking care of and you loving your significant other on today because they got to deal with you just like you got to deal with them but anyway sliding right from that and transitioning in a poor way over to the actual topic at hand right so we're going to be talking about five relationships that I really enjoy I know that um like I said when I first talked about this this is kind of near and dear to me only because this was actually one of my first episodes that I ever did when I first started the show I did it um I did it I did it in 2020 it was actually recorded on Valentine's Day, I believe in 2020, but I didn't like the way that it recorded um, because I was using Twitch at the time and I didn't like the video thing. As for those of you who don't know, that's why that's the reason why you really don't see my face like that. I'm really not comfortable behind, you know, the whole like on the whole, you know, video thing because I look at myself and I get subconscious or I'm picking at my beard or something like that. It's always something where I can't look at it. So The Twitch thing didn't necessarily pan out for me, so what I decided to do was do what most people do on Twitter and stuff like that, is hide behind, you know, the keyboard. So, in this situation, I decided to hide my face, but use my voice from, you know what I'm saying, behind the microphone. So, I say all that to say, this was really, it was really cool because I did this episode, uh, like I said, literally two years ago at this point, um... I did this episode, and I was so excited about the first ever episode that I did, and then I turned around and I actually re-released it 9-15-2020 for the first episode for the actual show so on Spotify and stuff like that. So, really cool. It's good to see, you know what I'm saying, how... It's good to see, like, how much you grow. And this is just a quick, you know, obviously off-subject thing before I get into the actual show. But it's crazy to see the growth between my first episode and now, how rigid I was, how, you know I'm saying, I didn't know what was going on. I still don't know what's going on, so I guess that's kind of the same. But it's just crazy that I feel like I can, you know, express myself a little bit more now and I can actually kind of show my personality and be, you know, myself on, on my show. And that that's really cool. And I always you know contributed and always say that i appreciate you guys and you guys have no idea how much i appreciate you but you guys kind of give me the power to do that nobody i mean i get some people like i said they usually reach out and tell me hey good job or good voice or blah 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 but just the simple fact that i get to you know pull up my app or whatever and see the analytics that come behind the show once you guys listen to an episode or you know the ratings and stuff like that that i see on the multiple platforms you guys really rock and continue to be the the, the best version of yourself that you can be as I continue to try to give you some good content. And like I said, I appreciate it. This, this is near, dear to me. You know what I'm saying? Another Valentine's day special, but I just want to tell you guys, cause it's like I said, a two year, almost anniversary of when I did my first episode. Thank you. Thank you, you and you. All right. Now that I've, you know what I'm saying? I've, I've, I've gotten the waterworks out of the way. Um, Let's go ahead and actually jump into this episode in no particular order. OK, these are just five ships that I really like for Valentine's Day. So in no particular order, we're going to go ahead and get started. All right. So the first ep- the first relationship slash, you know, Valentine's Day, you know, um, you know, if you go into a restaurant, you see that first couple when you walk into the door, Um share anime if you will um the first episode the first uh, couple that i decided to kind of talk about was Maka and uh soul soul eater evans um from soul eater so uh the first thing that i wanted to point out in this one was um and i didn't actually say this at the very beginning but you know shout out to my anime list shout out to all my my various sources that i always use when it comes to stuff like this but the first thing about this relationship is that this relationship actually really wasn't canon. Um the members of the the death weapon uh, meister academy have to pair with partners one acting as a meister while the other transforms into a weapon for them to use um Maka and soul eater evans which i didn't even know that was his last name i was today well not today years old but when i put this together that's when i found that he actually had a last name didn't know i just thought he was his name was soul eater or soul for short um are a weapon meister partners with a deep connection that enables them in battle. Although their personalities are different, the amount of love and mutual respect for one another is absolutely remarkable. Um, at the beginning of the series, the two seem immature at times. However, over time, the two become more mature with more battles and the development of trust in their relationship. While their souls connect, Maka sometimes finds herself in a room where soul must use his black blood Together, they dance in sync um, in a ballroom setting, which is absolutely, you know, amazing for me. I think it's I think it's kind of cute. You know, Kauai known as one of the biggest teased couples of all time. Many fans were upset that the ending did not convey their romantic relationship. So some of the stuff that I kind of went through the first half of that is obviously very like self-explanatory basically meister and um meister and weapon come together the stronger the connection the stronger you know the resonance between the two souls that are touching that's case in point right that's very simple the part that I really want to kind of delve on just real quick um was they dance like I said the dance like in a ballroom setting that's supposed to show their soul resonance and their connection um and the black blood sometimes is like I said Maka ends up finding herself in a room where soul must use his black blood um where basically like she has to like save him from himself because he's allowing himself to kind of go down that path it's kind of like leaning off the side of that cliff in order to get additional power somebody has to be able to hold you and kind of pull you back over the edge um and Maka does that um as well as you know soul being in there for Maka to make sure that she understands that she's loved she's valued because of the relationship that she has with her dad obviously she has some male you know trust issues because her dad was the type of person that he is but it's a it's a really you know it's a really cute relationship i will say that i absolutely love Maka and soul together so that's one relationship like i said not necessarily number one but it's, you know, it's one relationship I really enjoy. The second episode that I really enjoy, um, is actually from, um, Neon Genesis Evangelion or Evangelion, however you want it, to say it, Misoto and Kaji. Um, so if you know, like Misoto and Kaji are the two, one of them, you know, is a female, obviously the other is a male, um. But the the thing about it is, the thing about this relationship that I think is very interesting is that their relationship is, like, very toxic. Um, really toxic, as, actually, because Misoto is kind of like this, you know, badass. Like, you know, I'm a woman. I can do my thing. I'm a lieutenant. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is how I do. You know, this is what I do. you going to respect me. She's very much like that. But... Um, she ends up, she ended up, and I didn't even notice. I literally just looked this up. I didn't even know if they had a kid. That's a spoiler to me, too. Now I'm upset because I just spoiled it for myself. I didn't know if they had a child, but they do have a child. That's amazing. But anyway, she is a lieutenant um, for the Evangelion, you know, um, uh, opera, she's like the operations director and stuff like that for the show. I absolutely love her character design, too, by the way. That has nothing to do with this in particular, but um, Basically, although many like to pair many like to pair the main character Shinji with the other evil pilots, there's one NGE relation or relationship or couple that form a relationship. Masoto and Kaji. Unlike many of the couples on this list, um, Kaji and Soto, they have a past, like they have a, a long standing past. I guess kind of Maka and them have a past too. And I guess some of these other characters really have a pretty good past, but they have like a deep past. Um When uh, Kaji reappeared on the nerve turf, uh, Masoto kept thinking about her ex despite them ending things before. Their dynamic is very interesting and entertaining. For example, Kaji will tease Masoto who reacts accordingly. She's a very strong uh, female character and he's the anime archetype that many girls love. After a second date, after, after a second first date, Kaji, Charles, and Masoto, her feelings for him return through their interactions. You can tell that the two really care for each other until the very end. Um, And like I said, I kind of I kind of put that to I kind of said that at the very beginning. She's very strong minded. He's very much like the ladies man. But at the same time, he's like that ladies man that everyone wants, but he really only wants one person. So he teases her um, like that very much like kindergarten style where he's like teasing her to get her a rise out of her. So that way, you know, she kind of like folds and kind of gives in to him. And that's the kind of relationship that they have. It's another cute relationship. I th- I, I'm I'm happy that they were able to get together. Like I said, I'm mad that I just spoiled the fact that they had a kid. I literally stopped watching Neon Genesis uh, Evangelion or NGE or whatever. I stopped it after the first one because I felt like they just kind of, it's like, it was almost like, um, Gundam right like You watch the first one you really love The first one or the second one maybe But then after that they do so many spin-offs That you're kind of like okay where are we going now Why are we why is it still a thing like what's Going on and that's kind of how it was but Obviously I need to go back and watch it because I found Out now they have a kid I need to know What this kid is like like what's going on is this kid A main character in his own show I Don't know and I need to know Right I have to know now that I Know that they had a kid so that's the second Relationship Um, so I Obviously like I said the first one is Maka And so the second one is Masoto and Kaji I was going to try their last names but I'm not going to Butcher them so There's that but anyway let's Go ahead and I'm going to take a quick commercial break guys And obviously I'll be right back with The rest of this list you know it's five of them So that means we have three left So uh, I'm pretty good at math you know two plus Three equals five I can do that I can't do One plus one because that would mean that I'd have A girlfriend and I don't have one <sighs> No. But seriously guys, I'll be right back after this commercial break. Um uh, yeah, be right back. All right guys, back from the commercial break um and we're going to go ahead and jump straight, straight back into like I said Makasol Soul and uh Masota and Kaji were the first two that I did that we talked about from a relationship standpoint. Number 3 This is one of my favorite ones In the whole list That I ended up putting together Because I absolutely love it And I know I've talked about this before And some people will say It's not an anime It's a western adaptation So it's very much like anime But not anime Okay all right, That's proper If you want to hear the difference Between the two Make sure that you go back And listen to the episode That I did Called uh, What's anime Anime Make sure that you go back And listen to the episode So you can hear some Kind of distinct differences Bear with me I believe on that episode My voice was messed up It's still not not 100%, but I know it was definitely raspy as hell then. Um, but anyway, so this relationship is actually Trevor, Beaumont, and Cypher from um, Castlevania. So on their own, Trevor and Cypher already had serious skills in combat. Their individual spe- specialities um, can mow down monsters with relative ease so when the two of them team up together their combined force is lethal for anyone who crosses their path what starts as clearly um you know i don't i wouldn't say they they used to give like each other a hard time so i would say it was always picking on each other so it kind of started you know as clear you know i don't know like joking slash you know i don't know i don't know I don't know how they really felt about each other. I think they really didn't like each other. I don't know. But anyway, basically, it's whatever started there, eventually it begins to evolve into a different kind of passion, a.k.a. love. You know what I'm saying? Uh, A part of what makes Cypher and Trevor's relationship so charming is their incessant banter. With his gruff yet cavalier manner, Trevor always gets on Cypher's nerves, and she makes it known. Though she's normally a kind soul who's respectful of tradition, she also shows her playful side with trevor cypher never ceases to hop on a chance to call him a terrible human being and he never denies it or tries to prove her wrong In one of the most endearing castlevania season four surprises the couple discovers that they're pregnant trevor could sense early on that cypher was carrying a baby partially due to his you know his uh promiscuous shenanigans he admits and begs her not to name the child Trevor, which is what there was a name that she kind of would like pick him like picking him with later after cypher believes that trevor died um or is dead um she confirms that she is indeed pregnant and aims to rejoin her speaker tribe to help her however when trevor returns it seems she changed her mind and plans to settle in Alacar's new town and raise their child Definitely a whole bunch of spoilers up and I'm so sorry. But guess what? I gave you a warning at the very beginning. You know, that's kind of how we do, because there are spoilers in here. But this relationship is probably one of my favorite ones. If I was to rank this one, this one would definitely be number one. I absolutely love their banter. I absolutely love their – like, that's the type of relationship I want. Let's pick on each other. Let's have fun. But at the same time, like, let's – you know what I'm saying? Let's mess some stuff up. You know what I mean? I'm trying to be careful with the cussing, because for those of you who don't know, it has been some craziness going on on Spotify and other podcasts, you know, where people – there's some, there's some feelings and stuff like that that's been involved. So I'm trying not to cuss. Bear with your boy. Bear with you, boy. But this is probably one of my favorite relation, favorite relationships, hands down, in a lot of anime that I've watched. I like the relationship that they have. Obviously, you know what I'm saying, they ended up having a, a child. And I want to see more of this show. I need another season to confirm and give me exactly what I want because I want to see this kid. I, I don't want no speculations, no fan art. I want to actually see this child, and let's figure out what we're naming it. You know what I'm saying? Is this child going to be a second generation, you know, um, Hunter? You know what I'm saying? Like his dad and his mom, you know, is, is, he go, like, is this child going to be spark, part speaker, part Beaumont? Come on now. Like if you've watched the show, let me know what you think because you know Cypher's a bad one. She's a bad Bama Gemma. Um, you know, and Trevor is no slouch himself. Well, I mean, he is a slouch, but you know, what I mean, the homie is strong too. So if they had a kid together, a kid that can use magic, and he's a Beaumont, so he can use the uh, the Morning Star. Oh my goodness! I don't know who they're gonna fight, but oh my goodness, it'd be amazing. Um. Anyway, I got way too hype off of that one. Uh, the next relationship is Winry and Edward. You know, I had to put that one up on here. Their relationship from Full Metal Alchemist, undoubtedly the most significant um of their of their relationship or of her relationship as such. However, Edward argues with Winry. Um, hold on, did I read that right? Yes, I read that right. What? in the world was i thinking when it came to my notes i'm not sure but anyway edward argues with renry even more than he does with al his own brother their similarity um stubborn person they have very similar stubborn personalities apparently i cannot write or read my own notes so sorry about that guys basically ed argues with renry even more than he does with al the similarity stubborn The similarly stubborn personalities keeping them at odds with one another despite the powerful bond. After the terrible accident that claimed Ed's right and left leg, or right arm and left leg, Winry took on the role of his personal automail mechanic, building him sophisticated new limbs at the tender age of 11. So for those of you who don't know, and this is not a spoiler because it happens literally in the first episode, Ed basically tried to use a technique that he shouldn't have tried to use. He ended up losing his right arm and his left leg, and Winry made automail which is basically like a prosthetic um, but it's like a working prosthetic um so I guess, I don't know, yeah, it's basically a prosthetic, um, that helps him when she was only 11 years old. Since then, Winry has served as Ed's consistent well well of support, both mechanically and emotionally, though they f- still find themselves arguing frequently. However, this affectionate hostility appears to be masking a deeper relationship, though Edward has, been, has not outwardly admitted any, relation, any romantic feelings through, Uh, toward Winry, he is rather overprotective of her and becomes unnaturally flustered at the mere suggestion of a relationship between the two. Um, Winry, for her part, has admitted to herself that she has been falling for him all along. They finally confess to each other at the end of the series as Edward proposes to her, although they use the law of equivalent exchange to do so. According to uh, the Fullmetal Alchemist Chronicle, um, I guess they got married in 19 in 1917 and have many children in the end um, showing both an unnamed daughter and son. So we know, and I know that last part, I, I didn't look too, too much into because I don't remember that part, but apparently they did get married and they did ended up having at least two children that were unnamed, a daughter and a, and a son. So that's cool. It's always good to see things come full circle. I really love this relationship, even though I butchered through my notes somehow because I don't. Obviously, I understand English. Nor can I read it or speak it. Apparently, sometimes, but, um, and I speak English; it's my primary language. So that's absolutely crazy. My English teacher—shout uh, out to Miss Jordan because she was the only one. That believed in you boy in high school. <laughs> but uh anyway, um, so I love their relationship because again, it's another relationship where they have this witty banter, they're always picking on each other. Um, you can tell that Winry feels safe with him, like she wants to hold him. You know, she's like cuddly. Obviously, you know, her love language is probably physical touch. His is more, I don't know, maybe words of affirmation. Maybe quality time. I'm not sure what his would be. That's what I need to find out. When we go on these wiki pages, can I find out what their love language is? Like if you're on a fandom and you're listening to this, go in and start trying to figure out how you can figure out an algorithm for what their love language be would be. Like y'all have everything else height, weight, age, favorite, you know, blood, blood type, favorite food. Y'all have everything. You know what I'm saying? What pair of shoes they like, you know. I need to know these type things. Let's find out this. Um, I'm being sarcastic, obviously, but, you know, yeah, let's find out love languages. But I love the fact that they are just so, you know, in love with each other. They are constantly with each other. They are, you know, she is just, like, head over heels for him, even though it's like he doesn't notice. But I don't think it's necessarily that he doesn't notice. I think that it's because of the way that the sh- the show is set up, I think that he's in on search, like, in search of, you know, A higher meaning of life than just to, you know, have a child and have a family and just, you know, settle down. Uh, He's looking for the truth of truths obviously because he wants his arm and his leg back and throughout the show obviously again it may be a spoiler, but at this point if you haven't watched Full Mother Alchemist like, what are you doing with your life? Please go back and watch Full Mother Alchemist, but um, he's also looking uh, for a way to get Al's body back, so it makes sense why a relationship wasn't necessarily on the forefront of his mind Um, but I don't know. It's happy to. I'm happy to know that they ended up having children now. I mean, you know, it got together finally, um, so. Anyway, moving on to my next and final relationship. So, this one I ended up choosing. Like I said, it's it's in no way, shape, or form is it lower on the list because of, you know, because it's the last one that I'm talking about. It's just, like I said, just so happened to be like this. And then I'll go back in and kind of give my ranking that that I would have given them if I was ranking them one to five. But the last one is kind of an unorthodox one, but one that I really love. And it was actually put together really well, even though I don't necessarily like the show that it came from. So you can guess what show it is Um Tamari and Shikamaru from Naruto. So the reason why I say I didn't necessarily like the show that kind of came from that, if you remember, the show that followed after that was Boruto. So they have a son um, in that show. And I really wanted to watch it because I wanted to see how their son was actually going to behave, if he was going to be more like his dad or more like his mom or an actual true combination of the two. Um, But Shikatima... uh, Shikatima... I'm definitely saying that in a very American way, is the term used to describe the romantic relationship between Shikamaru and Tamari. Um Naruto Thought that Shikamaru and Temari were on a date. Um, a scene very similar to another one. Where Kakashi thought that Asuma and Kurenai were on a date. So for those of you who don't know. Again if you haven't watched Naruto. I'm sorry. Like I can't help but spoil it. So for those of you who don't know. Shikamaru was actually on um, Asuma Sensei's um, squad. Uh, he was on his team. Um, and you know obviously. What ended up happening to Asuma was very sad. and Very tragic. Um, but. Uh, Shikamaru really looked up to him, almost like he was a father figure to him. Um, so it was kind of interesting that the scene was very similar to another scene where Kakashi thought that Asuna and Kurenai, which Kurenai was Asuma's lover, um, were on a date. So I thought that was kind of ironic and very interesting, kind of how they tied it back and the symbolism there. Um, Shikamaru has, was shown dreaming of Tamari standing by his side while thinking about marriage in the infinite Sukiyomi, which again... If you haven't watched the show, definitely, again, suggest that you go back into it and watch it. But the Infinite Tsukiyomi was actually supposed to be a spell that was that Maduro was trying to put everybody under, where you were going to live in, like, a dream world, essentially. Um, but he was going to kind of, like, destroy the world, but put you in a dream world. You know, it is what it is. Bad guys, good, I mean, good guys ideas in a way i mean not necessarily in that situation because you're trying to put everybody to sleep force everybody to damn near die you know and put them to sleep in your jutsu so maybe not the best situation i understand what you were trying to do but definitely a bad guy with an idea you know And there's a lot of that out there but uh anyway shikamaru compared timari's smile to the dad to the dazzling blazing desert sun and that it quote-unquote cleared up the darkness in his heart like listen to that you know how how passionate that is like go up to you like dudes go up to your girl if you listen to this episode go up to your girl and say that your smile is a liken to a dazzling blazing desert sun and it cleared up the darkness in my heart I'm telling you bro her heart's gonna melt her heart is going to melt tell her that um but anyway, Tamari answers Shikamaru's date invitation by using his favorite face. What a drag. Which I thought that was awesome, too, because... Anyone who watches the shows knows that Shikamaru, that's his favorite thing. That's his go-to, his catchphrase, his favorite phrase, if you will. What a drag. So it was kind of interesting that she would answer his date invitation by using the same thing. Um, Years after their marriage, Tamari reminds Shikamaru of the time that she used Shikamaru's favorite phrase to answer his date invitation. So they're constantly bickering, kind of you know poking at each other and stuff like that and Tamari thinks that it is an uninspiring but a good phrase um so yeah so you know what i'm saying like i love me i love me some of this you know what i mean like shikatima i'm going to say sicky tomorrow I'm going to say tomorrow let's go anyway you know me man I just butcher through words I americanize the mess out of them words you know what I'm saying I just put my little a little bit of southern twang on it and we just go with it but anyway so What I'm going to do real quick is attempt to kind of rank these one to five if I was to rank them. Like I said, the way that I said them, in no way, shape, or form, like, demonstrated or, you know, shows you how I feel about one relationship over another. I just gave a list of five, but I'm going to attempt to rank them. Um, So number one would have to be Trevor Beaumont and Cypher, hands down. I absolutely love their relationship. I would say that's number one. Number two, I would say, would probably be tamari is shikamaru i i just love it I, lo- I love the love there just love the love you know what i'm saying and they got a name together you know what i'm saying they got a ship name come on now you got to give them number two behind you know trevor and 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 cypher number three would be winry and edward because again i love their love you know what i'm saying as well she's been there since day one she's an a1 since day one ride or die winry is um And, yeah, I absolutely love that one. Number four, I'd probably say, is Maka and Soul. Um, Just because, again, I love the love. Young love. Gotta love it. They're in a world where, um, I'm saying love a lot. But um, you you gotta appreciate the fact that there's love in the middle of everything that's going on in that show. There's so much darkness and just so much going on that, you know. And they're also in love while they're learning each other and kind of like the soul bond and stuff. So I think that's really cool. So then number five is Masoto and Kaji. It's not that that relationship is just buns or anything like that. Like it's horrible. Like I hate it or anything. I just, on this, if I was to sit down and obviously compare this list, I, I feel like they have history. Yes. But I mean, it it just feels like so like theirs. I feel like this is like so run of the mill. It's just kind of like, it's so perfect. I guess you could say in a sense that, it just makes sense that they would be together. Like, I couldn't see them with anybody else. You know what I mean? It's just it's just normal. It's just a standard relationship. So, like I said, number one, Trevor and Cypher. Number two, Tamari and Shikamaru. Number three, Winry and Edward. Number four, Maka and, um, Maka and Soul. And then number five, Masota and Kaji. If I had to rank them today, you know, that's how I would rank them. So anyway, guys, thank you, everyone, for sticking around and supporting the show again. Happy Valentine's Day to you and your loved one, significant other, whatever you want to call each other, your partner, if that's what it is. Celebrate love. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, just be, you know, be happy. You know, if you've been fighting 364, let's not fight today. If, you, if you've been loving for 364, let's love even harder today. You know what I'm saying? Like, go out there, do something nice for your significant other or partner. You know what I'm saying? As they do something for you, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. That's happiness. I'm giving you that. But um, anyway... Again, guys, as always, you know that you can find me on Twitter, Instagram at Anime Talk Twelve. That's Anime Talk. The numbers are one and two. Um, like I said, guys, make sure that you know. Like I said, you go out there, and you enjoy your day, you have a great day, um, do something special for your partner. Um, yeah, and like I said, this has been Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk. Happy Valentine's Day again. Hope that you guys enjoy the episode. Reach out to me on the social media handles. Let me know what you think about the show, and I hope that you guys have a great rest of your week. Peace.